Welcome everyone to the Shrimply Good Podcast, episode number four, the podcast for all things pistol shrimp baseball. Episode four is sponsored by Flows on Pulaski. I'm Lucas Burris. Joining beside me in the podcast studio and in the broadcast booth is Jace Eustace. Hello, Jace. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing good. Uh, we'll get to it here in a minute, obviously, but a little kind of late night dramatics there for the pistol shrimp to finish off their week in that Sunday night game. And as we're here, I believe it's about 10 o'clock on Sunday night as we're recording this podcast and everybody else will hear uh, tomorrow morning. So yeah, we uh, stay ready up to nice get into late. it. So <laughs> podcast content that gets released early in the morning for our viewers and listeners because both audio and video. So if you're listening to this in the audio only version, you should know that there is a video version on YouTube. And if you're watching this on YouTube, there is an audio version wherever you find podcasts. And if you're listening to it for the first time or many times, it's scheduled to release every Monday morning at 6 a.m. So you have it the all of Monday. Sometimes the, the post on the social media doesn't go out until later in the day, but it's always scheduled to release on YouTube and in podcast form wherever you get your podcast, 6 a.m. On Monday mornings, this is episode four of the Shrimply Good podcast, and it's episode four after week three, sponsored by Flows on Pulaski. The Pistol Shrimp played six times this week in six days. That's how we do it, Tuesday to Sunday, all six games, and we're going to start every podcast like we do on the Shrimply Good podcast with game recaps of every pistol shrimp game of the previous week and let's start with tuesday jace the loss to the lafayette aviators five to four yeah it was a really close game as we saw there just a one run loss for the pistol shrimp just not able to get enough offense there at the end kept it close throughout most of the game you really like kind of what you saw to start that week from the pitching staff did a good job of you know limiting five runs is in a shutout but at the same time it's it's progress and we're starting to see this pistol shrimp team and especially this pitching staff really sort of round its way out as uh manager jack mick is really starting to figure out you know who's who he likes in that starting position who he likes coming in out of the bullpen and you know it's just a close loss there definitely nothing to uh to scoff at so yeah uh evan clark uh, is the next game's pitcher, I should say. Ryan Ironman pitched in this one for the Pistol Shrimp, went five and a third innings, five hits, three runs, two walks, and eight strikeouts, extended his prospect league lead in strikeouts, did not take the loss. That was Mitch Benson on the mound for the Shrimp, who ended up taking the loss, went one and two-thirds innings, two hits, two runs, and one walk. Connor Sullivan came in, we'll talk about later this week, with a clean inning as well. This was the Tuesday game, but... The Aviators won this one. This was at Loeb Stadium in Lafayette. It was a 5-4 to four victory. And the Shrimp, they showed a little fight in them as well as they were down 3 nothing early, ended up taking a 4-2-3 lead and then lost that lead in the bottom of the sixth inning and never took it back as a 5-4 to four loss. Their first of three losses by one run this week. We'll get those in a little bit, but key hitter in this one for the shrimp, that was Nakumba Booker Jr. He went two for two with two RBIs and a walk in this game for the shrimp. So hot start for Nakumba to start Tuesday, but pistol shrimp off to a loss to start this week as they fell to Lafayette Aviators five to four on the road. Then we headed to Wednesday. This time we were 
facing off against the Clinton Lumber Kings at the Clinton Lumber Kings there, Nelson Corp Field on Wednesday. And Fish Shrimp picked up a victory on the road in this one. Yeah, it was a really nice victory, really nice victory for the for the uh, pitching staff, only giving up that one run there. Evan Clark came in, started that game, gave a solid five innings, gave up three hits, one run, a little bit of a walk, gave up three walks there, but also struck out six. And after that, Mitch Benson, after his appearance on Tuesday, came in in that game, went four innings, gave up one hit, zero runs, zero walks, and one strikeout. You know, in a, in a three-to-one game, you really like to see that from this pitching staff that shows that they – can finish a game and not have to score, you know, seven, eight, nine runs in order to win. It was a very good overall team win. The offense gave them just enough to win. And with their first experience there, seeing Clinton for the first time this year, it was nice to go in there on the road and get that three to one win. Yeah. Clinton, who is uh, now eight and eight on the season, a team who has a better record than the pistol shrimp good to pick up a win against teams who were at that point over 500 or near it. But the big one in this one, like you said, was the pitching Evan Clark and Mitch Benson teaming up for the pistol shrimp victory. Talking to manager, John Jackamick with the pistol shrimp. He's excited for all the new pitchers coming into town. We saw that a lot this week, but for a team that came in to this week with the last ERA in the prospect league over eight is good to see. They only give up one run a ball game. That ERA starts to go down mm-hmm. on the ladder. We'll get to that more in a little bit here but a good victory for this pistol shrimp team on tuesday they started the week one and one high hopes coming into some home games later this week and they the best part about this is they didn't take the lead until the late innings they were down one to nothing it was a zero zero game one to nothing they scored in the seventh and the eighth to take out the victory in this one so late inning heroics was kind of the the story in this one for the shrimps after a good start but then we headed to wednesday we got home we were feeling good the Springfield sliders were coming into town. We were at Veterans Park. It was an exciting night. And the sliders decided that they were going to hit, and they were going to hit a lot. Yeah, the Pistol Shrimp suffered a 3-8 to eight loss in that game coming back to Peru. Uh, it was a close game for most of, most of the way through. It was tied 3-3 three to three into that seventh inning. And as you mentioned, the sliders just kind of took off from there. A good start there on Polish Heritage Night by Ryan Manikowski. Went out there, gave four strong innings. Two hits, two runs, only one of them earned four walks and four strikeouts. And then also a good job by Ryan Surin coming in in relief. Two and two-thirds innings, three hits, only one run and one walk as well. You know, in that game, it was just they kept it close until it kind of just slipped away there at the end. Pitching staff giving up some runs deep into that game, not allowing enough time for the Pistol Shrimp to be able to fight back in. Uh, just a quick note there on offense, too. Damon Castillo was able to hit his fourth home run so far this season. That kind of keeps him atop the league leader, leaderboard up there. I believe he's tied for a third at this moment. So, you know, it was it was a game that kind of slipped away late, but you really like what you saw from that pitching staff, just staying close most of the way through. Yeah, it was a good start by the pitching staff. Manikowski had a good start of this game. Ryan Cern came in relief, had a good outing right after Manikowski, like you said. But the back end of the Pistol Shrimp bullpen kind of gave up this loss, and the, and the slider hitters got hot. They scored five runs in the final three innings, and that was kind of the end of what was a very good game for the Pistol Shrimp at home on Polish night. And I, I was, it was an exciting night. And I, the best part about this night is I asked manager John Jackman, who, who he's starting pregame, he goes, Manikowski? <laughs> What do you think I'm doing? It's Polish. Who else? Yeah. So it it lost for the shrimp, but there's always something positive to take out of every one of these games too. And that's a a great Ryan Manikowski start. We saw a lot of good starting pitching by the shrimp this week. Uh, You know, Connor Sullivan later in this week, but Ryan Ehrman and his, he, 
the loss that the pistol shrimp had on Tuesday. He had a great outing. Then we saw the pistol shrimp pick up a victory because of such a great start on Wednesday. And then on Tuesday, they're in the game the whole time because of a great start by uh, Ryan Manikowski. And that kind of kept the ball rolling later in this week as we headed to Thursday where the pistol shrimp lost a heartbreaker to Rex baseball on the road. Yeah, I believe this was Friday, not Thursday, but oh, yeah, Friday, yeah. Uh, they did they did lose that we kind of lost a day there. No worries. Yeah, they ended up losing Thanks. a nine to ten game uh, in walk off fashion against Rex Rex baseball. It was really was the definition of a back and forth game. Shrimp fell behind early. They were down five to one after just that first inning. They went on and the offense kind of ignited. They were up nine to five after eight and a half or excuse me, after eight. Rex was able to score five in the final two innings of that game to win in walk-off fashion as it really was kind of a heartbreaking game there. A little highlight, Colton Coca was in the game. He went one for three with a walk, was able to drive in three. Uh, Damian White gave up five runs. Only one of them was earned, however, in all in that first inning. Then he went on to kind of regroup himself, went five strong innings, only giving up five total hits, one walk and six strikeouts. So definitely a back and forth game that slipped away there at the end. You'd love to see the Pistol Shrimp win those type of games, but that's something that's just going to come in experience. And I'm sure, you know, later on to the season, they'll look back at this game and say, you know, hey, maybe we learned something from this. Yeah, once we, I think, finish recapping every game this week, there's definitely going to be some takeaways of like what happened this week. And a lot of it is these one run contests and what's happening in the back half of games, but another good start in this one, Damian white went five innings on the mound, gave up five hits, only one earned run walked a batter struck out six, his best start of the year. But the best part of this game for me, even though it was a loss for the shrimp is how many walks the shrimp took in this game, 13 total walks for this team. The top of the lineup of Worthington Clifford and Soto took seven walks Sorry, I added in the top of my brain and then I didn't seven walks <laughs> between the two of them between all three of them seven walks in the top of your lineup is going to set you crazy up. That's, that's for sure 13 total that's more than half of that on the top three of your lineup and Worthington uh, himself in that one spot had three walks he went over for he went over three in the game but had three walks so Will Worthington doing some work in that one, but the shrimp lost on a ninth inning walk-off to Rex baseball 10 to nine. And that wouldn't be the first time we saw that, or that wouldn't be the last time I should say we saw that this week. But first, before we get to what happened tonight, we got to talk about what was the best game we've seen from the pistol shrimp so far this season and their Saturday night win at home uh, in front of the fans. Yeah, it was superhero night at the ballpark and, the Pistol Shrimp took note of that. They ended up scoring 11 runs and 11 to three win against the Danville Dans. Connor Sullivan took the mound in that one, as we mentioned, got one inning to kind of get his feet under him earlier in this week. And Jack McRilly kind of just let him loose in this game. And Sullivan did great. He went five plus, only giving up the one run there and then passed the ball to Jason Shanner, who took it the rest of the way there. Only two pitchers that were needed. The Pistol Shrimp scored 11 runs and only nine hits playing station to station ball, only just a one home run, I believe, or sorry, the two home runs that they did hit a little bit of slugging there, but they really did a good job. Like you mentioned, that top of that lineup, getting on base, taking hit by pitches. I know Colton Coca had three hit by pitches in that game. Will Worthington continuing to get on base. Uh, Atkins took a hit by pitch as well, just continuing to increase that on base percentage and setting it up for those guys in the middle of drive home runs. And we really kind of saw that lineup of, 
what they can be where they can score these runs and they can score quickly like they did. They had a huge bottom of the eighth inning. It was a very close game. They ended up scoring seven runs in the bottom of that eighth inning to actually almost put us in 10-run rule territory before we uh, went into that ninth inning. But overall, just a very good night for the Pistol Shrimp. You, you liked what you saw from the pitching staff, and you really liked what you saw from that lineup. Yeah, absolutely. This was a big game for the Shrimp, as it felt like kind of the first game, you know, especially that we've seen, that the whole team was kind of there. That Saturday night game, everyone was there. The dugout was rowdy. I, the fans were getting going at Veterans Park. It was an exciting game to be. And the Pistol Shrimp put on a show for him. You know, it's a close game. Some good pitching early on, and then the bats exploded with that seven spot in the bottom of the eighth. And that was key because they end up giving up two runs in the top of the ninth, you know, and for an 11 to four victory, that was huge, but it was just an exciting game all around. We were talking about it in the broadcast, you know, the keys of the game before this one was just extra base hits. You got to score runs at veterans park. You just have to every single game at veterans park this year. There's been more than 10 runs scored every single one of them. You got to be the team that is putting runs on the board. And the team did that two home runs, two doubles, multiple RBIs from the middle of this lineup. I mean, Andy Nelson finished this game with five RBIs. I mean, that's, that's exactly what you want in the middle to the bottom of your lineup from a guy who's batting uh, behind those guys at the top of your lineup who are getting on base at absurd clips. Ba Blake Atkins has an OBP above 500. He's getting on every other time. You put someone behind him who can bring him in, it's a recipe for success. And that's what the shrimp really did in this game. And it was just exciting to watch. Yeah, Nelson didn't even start that game either. He came in midway through that game for Link, only had a few at-bats, but really took advantage of it with a double and a home run. You liked what you saw from the guys that necessarily didn't start the game as Pistol Shrimp were able to kind of sub some guys in, get a few at-bats here and there. And like you said, it was it was nice to see the entirety of the lineup together, the entirety of the team together. And when I spoke to the starting pitcher, Sullivan, after the game, that was one of the questions I wanted to ask him because – you know, I was wondering what the team and, and what the coaches said, how do you pitch in this ballpark as, as he was coming in for the first time. And they told him just keep the ball low and keep the ball in. And that's exactly what he did and ended up in a great victory for the Pistol Shrimp. Yeah, kind of sold it. Had a, had a great outing in that one, five and a third innings, only one run, three hits, struck out five in that win for the Pistol Shrimp. And it was just a good win all around. Superhero night felt very super at Veterans Park. And I, it so felt like we were going to keep the good stuff going. The shrimp did it early on, but we headed to Sunday and it was just even more than earlier this week. It was such a heartbreaker tonight for this pistol shrimp team. Yeah. They suffered a 67 loss Sunday to the Danville Dan's a team. They'd beat just the night before um, there, the pistol shrimp led for most of the game. We're up six to one. It was just the Danville Dan's really caught fire there at the end, was able to battle back into the game. Um, Ryan Palmblad got the start in that one, gave up four runs in his four and two thirds. Uh, Drake Freezy came in after him, two and one third inning, uh, gave up one hit and zero runs. And then Jack Feely just kind of unable to close that game out as Danville kind of just battled back. And another tough loss. It, it's really tough to have a walk off loss. It's really tough to have two walk-off losses in the same week but like I said after the last one you know hopefully Pistol Shrimp will be able to look back a week or two weeks from now where they win in walk-off fashion or they really close down a game that they deserve to win and say hey we learned from those experiences yeah I'm gonna be reminisced here if I don't let you know Jace Drake has one of the greatest names you're ever gonna hear it's not Frizz it's Fries all right 
fries. Fake fries. Okay. Yeah. And I, I think I was talking to Drake. Me. me and June. I know you're good, but me and June were talking to Drake <laughs> when he showed up to the ballpark on Saturday, and he introduced himself to June, and I was standing right there, and I was like, I was like, I turned around, looked for people, I was like, someone write that down because it's Drake fries, and I'm never going to forget it because it's so it's so simple. It, Drake, your oh, name I got it now. Not, your name does not look like fries first and foremost, but <laughs> it does now. That's for sure. So oh, I got but, it now. He had a great outing too, two and a third inning pitch, only one hit, one walk, one strikeout in relief in this one. But it was the ninth inning walk off, like you said, that ended it. Danville scored three runs in the bottom of the ninth, two of them courtesy of a two-run home run, and that tied it up. And then it was an RBI double in the last hit of the ninth that won the game for the Danville Dans. This one just a heartbreaker. Fistle Shrimp were up six to one after three innings. They held that lead until the sixth inning. Then it was six to three, and it still felt good, but just another late inning loss for the pistol shrimp, their third of this week. And this team who was struggling early on, there's no doubt about it with the record that we saw has really shown that they're improving, but the hump is, is yet to come. And I think that's the issue here is instead of losing games by more than one run, now we're losing games by a run. We're winning games. And we picked up two victories this week. And I think that's the most exciting thing here is to pick up two more victories on the season now they're five and 12 on the year but you flip these three victories we're sitting here with eight wins and nine losses and then we're like whoa what happened it's as simple as eventually that's going to spark eventually this team's going to go and i love the prospect league because we're 15 we're 16 games in now but 14 more games to go and then we restart at zero zero so this team can catch fire in the back half of the season, still make the playoffs and still have a great year. And I think that's the most exciting part. And that's what this team I think is just destined to do here of a strong finish to the first half of this season. And then a heart, a hot second half. And we're going to have some good, good baseball in the IV. And we already do. It, it's, it was great. A lot of fans were excited to see what we saw at the ballpark Saturday night, but a heartbreaker for this pistol shrimp team on Sunday, as they lost seven to six in Danville to the Danville dance, they end up going two and four on the week they put their record now at five and 12 on the season they sit at fourth in the wabash river division they're seven and a half games of lafayette uh and seven and a half games of a very very good lafayette team it was a very very good record but you just lost the close one by one run to them this week so it's going to be a very very good week for this pistol shrimp team as we move forward other notes, Pistol Shrimp batting 231 as a team with a 699 team ERA. But let's look at some league leaders here for the Pistol Shrimp. Uh, Chase, we hinted at it uh, early on. I almost called you Jack there. I don't know why. I think it's I, I think it's <laughs> too many Jacks in this team. We, hit, we yeah. hinted at uh, some prospect league leaders for the Pistol Shrimp. What we got going on there? Yeah, as far as league leaders for the Pistol Shrimp, Damon Castillo has been the top of that home run leaderboard so far throughout the season. He currently is in a five-way tie for third place with five home runs. Really, as far as slugging and as far as home run, really leading the way for this Pistol Shrimp team, no matter where he finds himself in the lineup, it seems like most days he's in there because they know that he is a threat to do some damage regardless of where he is. And it just seems like clockwork at this point that Ryan Earman still doing great for the pistol shrimp, still leading this pitching staff leads the prospect league with 31 strikeouts so far in the year. And he has not shown pretty much any signs of that slowing down anytime soon. No, he's six strikeouts ahead of the next closest as well. So three starts in, you got a two, uh, he's got two wins on the season and 31 strikeouts. So he's already taken home. 
a shrimply good player of the week award. He's already taken home a prospect league pitcher of the week award. Like he's just got it rolling this year so far. It, it's it's must see prospect league TV when Ryan Amon steps on the mound for this pistol shrimp team. Uh, and he'll do so again next week because he'll go start every week for this pistol shrimp team. He's here with us all season long. Let's look at what the pistol shrimp have looking forward to in their week four of action. Yeah, for week four, they'll kick off on Tuesday night. That'll be a home game against the Quincy Gems. Their first look at the Quincy Gems so far this year will be 7.05 p.m. And that's also a special night for us because that'll be first responder appreciation night sponsored by Mr. Sparkles Auto Spa and Schweikert, Gannison, Kryzak, Rundio, LLP will also be sponsoring. That'll be a night full of activities as everybody's welcome to come out and have some fun at the ballpark on a Tuesday night. I mean, what, what is better than that? And after that, the pistol shrimp will on Wednesday also be taking on the Quincy gems, a back-to-back game. Uh, that's also at seven Oh five. After that, they will travel to the Quincy gems. That'll be a six thirty-five PM start. That is in a way. So three straight games. One more. But we're not done Keep yet <laughs> as Friday. They will also be taking on the Quincy Gems at the Quincy Gems. That'll be a 6.35 p.m. So the first four games this week are all against the Quincy Gems. First two here in Peru and the second two in Quincy. I <laughs> that love takes you us to the weekend. Because you were like, Quincy Gems. Then you were like, another the Quincy, Quincy Gems. Gems. <laughs> tell that Jace did not read the schedule before he went to read it right there because he was like, Quincy Gem, Quincy Gem. Quincy <laughs> and the Quincy yeah. gems Four straight games against the Quincy gems this week for the shrimp. And the exciting part about that is the Quincy gems five and 10 shrimp, a similar record. So one of these teams is going to leave this week feeling a little better about themselves than the other more than likely. And we're hoping that team is the Illinois Valley pistol shrimp four games, two at home, two away. Make sure you're there Tuesday, Wednesday, but the shrimp will finish off this week with Saturday and Sunday versus some different teams, but some familiar opponents. They'll be at what Rex on Friday, or I should say Saturday. They'll be at Rex on Saturday, June 19th for a 6.30 p.m. first pitch. And then Sunday, they return home for our first Sunday home game of the year. That is versus the normal Corn Belters. That is a 1.05 p.m. start time. And that is salute to the military benefiting the Illinois Freedom Rum. And that is presented by James Hardy. So make sure you're at the ballpark. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday for the Pistol Shrimp home games this week. Yeah, and I mentioned some of the events going on for First Responder Night there on Tuesday. Fans, get to the ballpark early. There will be a life flight helicopter be landing around 6.30. Also have an opportunity to touch a truck. Uh, the Peru PD squad car will open up for kids to kind of just take a look. I mean, get the inside look of a uh, squad car there be a smokehouse there'll be dispatchers singing a national anthem and just overall a lot of fun events going on there in peru is we're inviting everybody to come out and just have a good time on a tuesday night and then like you mentioned there lucas on sunday with these salute to military night prevented by james hardy be honoring veterans on the field that will be starting at 6 30 uh james hardy employee tom Symes, I believe I'm saying that correctly, we playing the national anthem on an electric guitar and lots of other cool events will be going on as we continue to have a lot of fun with the theme nights that we've been having so far with the Pistol Shrimp in Peru. Yeah, continue to show up to Pistol Shrimp events and games early, you know, especially games. We have 705 first pitch every time we play during the weekday, except for Sundays, you see a 105 first pitch. So on Tuesday and Wednesday, make sure you're coming to the ballpark uh, and getting 
your food, getting everything ready, getting settled in for the game time, but especially on Tuesday for first responder appreciation. If you get there nice and early, bring the kids, you can see the life flight helicopter land at six 30, but fire trucks are going to be there. The police cars are going to be there. The smokehouse is going to be there. It's just going to be a good time for family fun and kids. That's what we do here at Fistel Shrimp events. We pride ourselves on the family fun that we can bring to the Illinois Valley. And the same thing on Sunday for 105, uh, as that uh, is honoring veterans and, and all that fun stuff uh, on Sunday. So make sure you're getting out and enjoying the week. That is for sure. That is Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday for Pistol Shrimp baseball games. Uh, two against the Quincy Jams and one against the normal Corn Belters, a familiar opponent. But now, Jace, it's time for the most exciting part of the Shrimply Good podcast every week. It's time to name our Shrimply Good players of the week. Remember the Shrimply Good podcast this week, sponsored by Flows on Pulaski. We'll start off with you as always, Jace, but let's remember first, Gary Maynard and Chance Resetich were our last week's players of the week, our Shrimply Good players of the week. Who you got this week, Jace? Uh, this week is my Shrimply Good player. I have Colton Coca comes into this team a little bit late, still getting going, still getting things under him, but came out hot. He's hitting he hit 313 this last year on base percentage of 474, slugging 429. And what I love to see, seven RBIs over his last four games. He's definitely someone in the middle of that pistol shrimp lineup, doing a good job of driving these guys home. And also, I have a little soft spot as he was hit by a pitch three times on Saturday, took his base, and still performed well, continuing to get on base. We mentioned earlier in this uh, this podcast that Blake Atkins has been getting on about half of his time. Well, Colton, Col- Colton Coca is not too far behind at that 474 kind of a little battle there as he's getting on base at a huge clip as well. So for me, I look back at it and there's a lot of good candidates. It was a good week of baseball, but I got to go with Colton Coca. Yeah, I, I agree with you there. He was one of the, the players that I was looking at this week. So good, simply good pick for you. And now I got to do a precursor here. I love the pitchers on this pistol shrimp team. I love what they've done so far. We've kind of set a high standard so far with what Ryan Ironman has done for this team. So I think, you know, we're going to have to, we're going to have to push the pitchers a little bit harder in this one. And, and, you know, maybe next week boys, because I'm going with a batter as well. Blake Atkins is my pistol shrimp simply good player of the week. And I looked at Blake last week as well, but I'm finally giving it to him this week, played in six games, all six for the shrimp this week, six hits, four runs, one walk, one RBI, five or one double, I should say one RBI, five walks, three hit by pitch and two stolen bases, always batting in the top of this pistol shrimp lineup. He's got a 375 average, a 583 OBP and a 483 slugging percentage in the past week. That is a slash line that just screams shrimply too good. So I got to give it to Blake Atkins this week. Maybe, Connor Sullivan can come in and, and throw in a, another good outing and, and I'll give it to him. He was definitely just this close, but I'm, I'm inching it for Blake Atkins here. So Colton Coca and Blake Atkins are our shrimply two good players of the week. This week we'll send out that graphic for you all to see as well uh, on social media pages. Make sure you're promoting it. Make sure you're giving the shrimply good players some love as you always do on the social media channels. If you're listening at home, look out for that, but any final thoughts, Jace, before we wrap up another week of the Shrimply Good Podcast, episode four in week three of the Prospect League season? It was a good one. 
Yeah, it was a good one. And like you said earlier in this podcast where, you know, you flip a couple of those games and all of a sudden a two and four week turns into a four and two week. And we're, we're talking very differently about the standings, about where this team is and all the players that I've kind of talked to after the game or before games, they, they are kind of echoing the same thing is, oh, we're going to be good and we're going to get rolling. And you're really starting to see that the pitching staff really kind of working out their role, seeing where guys can perform best. And that lineup, it seems like every day, it's just, you know, what are they going to be able to accomplish today? And we saw, you know, here on Sunday, they're able to put up a bunch of runs. They're able to put up a bunch of runs on Saturday. So I think it's an exciting time for the pistol shrimp. And I'm, I'm seeing, I'm seeing some wins in the future. I don't want to make any sort of prediction as where we'll be as next week, but I think this will be a good week of baseball for the pistol shrimp coming up. Yeah, I think the biggest thing is, is why not us? I think we're at that point in the season where, hey, why not us? This team can rattle off a lot of wins in a very short amount of time if everything clicks and they're this close to clicking. So make sure you're coming to the ballpark and seeing some very, very good baseball here in the Illinois Valley. We hope to see everyone at the ballpark on Tuesday, Wednesday, and Sunday of next week. 7.05 first pitches on the weekdays and a 105 first pitch on Sunday. Make sure you're heading out to the ballpark and it's getting excited. And remember, if you can't make it to the ballpark, you can find every Pistol Shrimp game on Prospect League TV. That's where you can see us on those games. The only way to watch outside of the ballpark, all you got to do is go to prospectleague.tv. And if you're a parent or if you're just, you know, into Pistol Shrimp baseball, but especially if you're a parent of one of these players, we're putting your players on the big screen. Jace is putting a, a microphone in their face after the game. Make sure you're tuning in and seeing those smiling faces in those post-game interviews. Excited to get some TV time. But for all of us here at Pistol Shrimp Baseball, thanks for tuning in to another rendition of the Shrimply Good Podcast. I'm Lucas Burris. That's Jace Eustace. And thanks for stopping by for another week. Remember, fear the claw. We'll see you next time. Do the Pistol Shrimp. Do the Pistol Shrimp.